0: Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweller since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com.
1: It doesn't have to have alliteration. I'm too angry. (laughs) Here we go. This week, roll over Rosenberg. Celtic get a Europa League campaign kicked off with a win, but collapse at Kelly as Finlay keeps the Clark curse over Brendan. All this and more on this week's episode of 20 Minute Tim's. Hello and welcome to episode 151 of 20 Minute Tim's. I'm joined by Stephen. Good to be here. Is it? No. <laughs> Melly. Not happy. How no. was that trip to Kilmarnock for you this weekend? Rancid. Absolutely <laughs> rancid Yeah,
0: what, what that was for me in the introduction there was effectively a lie It's not good to be here at all so um, that's, That should be a fun episode, guys
1: When you say here, Stephen, this is a place we've been many times before And I don't mean your uh, spare yeah, room spare recording a uh, podcast um, um, Studio gems, uh, yes. Your palatial studio Ruining the magic It's yeah. oh, so like Apollo Creed's gym, it's so well played <laughs> it um, Yeah, so Celtic lost to Kilmarnock um, Again Again and we dropped more points again this season, and perhaps worryingly more for me, it was an abysmal performance. Again, Melly, you got to witness it live. How was that for you?
2: I was worried last week. I'm beyond worried now. I've McKinnistered it, I've caked the bed. <laughs> You've
0: <McInnes-ed> it. <laughs> that, that was one of the greatest hits tonight, yeah, That
2: <laughs> was, I took that personally yesterday. <laughs> Up and in, in my top five worst moments of supporting Celtic, you've obviously got helicopter Sunday, but that that's in the top five. Is it that that was awful? Wow. I just watching that game, I was like, "There's nothing here, nothing from the manager, nothing from the players." And I just when they scored, just nothing from me. <laughs> all the fans, nothing. <laughs> fans, fans had walked out on eighty minutes because we're not going to score. As soon as Kouwara scored, people just turned away in dejection. I just went home, went in for a shower and just sat in the shower and cried into
0: myself. <laughs> the most exciting <laughs> bit of the entire game was when, I think it was just after the goal, someone threw a flare onto the pitch. I and was then, just behind that. And someone ran on and tossed a sandbag on top of that to put the flare out. Just would it be the- Would it be terribly unkind of me to say they should have just left that on instead of Jack Henry? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean... There's a, there's many things that would have done better than Jack Hendry, and I can't actually wait to discuss. In fact, we'll discuss them right now. Um, the team lineup came up, and I was pretty encouraged by it. It yeah, was a too. lot of the things we spoke about last week. You know, we had With and Johnson and Sinclair. Yeah, we had Malumbu. Malumbu started. And we you know we've been keen to see him, and it was a good place to start him. Um, and then in the warm up, Benkovic got injured, and on comes Jack Hendry. Now, you cannot lay the blame of a football match at any one player. You no. can't. You just cannot point the finger at Jack Henry and Go your fault, but he was responsible for both goals.
0: At least partly, so yeah, yeah, he definitely. I mean, um,
1: Brendan singled them out for the the winner. He hmm. Said he didn't defend the corner, and he more or less singled them out. Although it wasn't because the goal came from a sort of midfield space, and there probably should have been more than him closing down for, for Stephen Hayes. Let's go, but he work. Sorry, yes, they're, they're just all the same. Um, he's just one of many that, that performed
0: poorly. Jack Henry, we've reached the end of it now, to be honest. I'm I'm no longer willing to give him the benefit of the doubt. He's, he's not... And you know me, I like to choose my words carefully. I think language is important. I don't necessarily use a lot of hyperbole at times. But he's, he's not a good footballer. I know that sounds really harsh, but he's in no way encouraging me that he's going to get better. He's not... We're now at the stage... Nine months into his Celtic career where he hasn't had a single good game. Barely even a good half. Has he won moment. a game yet? Is that still hanging over? There's that on? record. I've lost track of that record. Now. No, it's, no, it's so lengthy.
2: The only game that we've won was the game he went off in Hamlin.
0: Yeah, so he's, he's, he's still never left the pitch on a you know, winning position. Yeah, but
2: Brendan Rogers bought him. Brendan Rogers repeatedly
1: plays him. I mean, yesterday you could say, well, you know, we were lacking options. Benkovic went off at last minute. But Brendan Rogers still looked at Jack Hendricks and went, you're the man for me. Instead yeah. of saying... We'll push Lustig to the right. We'll bring in Tierney centre half and play as geary left It's something, anything. Brendan Rodgers still hung his hat on this point.
0: Yeah, and I'm not having any of this. he's uh, only backup. Thing that doesn't make any sense because your backup they still have to be good enough to play for Celtic. Yeah. You don't you don't just drop off a massive amount of quality to, to throw in quote unquote backup. He's still got to come in and play well for Celtic, and he's still never yet done it. And I, I don't like this. I don't. I don't. I kind of catch myself here, and I don't like what I'm saying. I don't really like, just completely writing off a guy's career, but he's shaping up just now as genuinely one of the worst signings I can remember in the last, like, 10 years or so, and I know we've had a uh, lot of duds. What's
2: happened if he doesn't play the worst
0: signing comes in, Big like Marv? <laughs> Comper, of course. I, I've, again, I've completely forgotten. How him.
1: bad must, Mar- honestly, Marvin Comper must look at himself and go, I'm pish it football <laughs> like, how bad must Marvin Comper be not to get a game?
0: It might be another board Victor. It might just be a, he, he will never play again after leaving yeah. Celtic. He'll probably be here for another two years and then that'll be it.
1: Um, other players on the team, though, again, he uh, he his name is first out the hat, but I'm looking at Ryan Christie, a player who Brendan Rogers says we won't get any game time, then all of a sudden we're relying on him. Look, he put in an honest shift and his role seemed to be trying to pick up space wherever he can find it, but I can't remember doing him anything particularly productive. Scott Sinclair, who I know he doesn't look, Scott Sinclair doesn't care what people think of him, but I've given I've bent over backwards to give Scott Sinclair a lot of slack. Chris Sutton Sutton said Sinclair was hiding in that game Uh, difficult to disagree with that. Sinclair done very little again. Lee Griffiths, no service. I realize I'm machine gunning this, you guys can pick up when I'm finished. (laughs) Just
0: Uh, listing players, just listing players.
1: Machine um, Lee Griffiths struggled for service. I can't think of a shot that troubled the keeper really apart from the goal which was terrible defending. Scott Brown done as usual but was dropping very deep, very deep yeah. into like a three. Uh, Malumbu was charging about and what seemed like a disorganised midfield anyway and Mikey Johnson was just we Mikey Johnson running about trying
2: his best. Um, melee. <laughs> <laughs> it was absolutely brutal. Just the fans are done with it. Sitting about, there's no patience anymore for the team because... You can look at the look on the pitch and just see what's going to happen. The ball will go out to Lustig. It won't even look up. It will just play it back pass the butt, go back across. I looked up at one point when Sinclair went off, and I just looked at that team on the pitch. Right, Gordon, he's no, he's no, doesn't do what Brendan Rodgers wants him to do, does he? Right. He was a free transfer. Lustig's been there six seasons, free transfer. Boyata, four seasons. Has he been a solid player in that time? No. Henry, Rodgers brought him in. He's pish. Tierney's good. Scott Brown, been there 10 seasons. Malumbu, bought from Kilmarnock. Mikey Johnson, came through the youth. Ryan Christie, bought from Inverness. Hasn't played for two years because he's not good enough. Now we're shoving him in. Lewis Morgan, bought from a championship team. Lee Griffiths, bought from Wills, but played all of his football in the SPFL, basically. So that's a SPFL team. That is why we're struggling. How has it got five windows under Brendan Rodgers, Went from a team that's went invincible to putting that starting eleven or having that on the pitch. That is bang average. I'd say that team. I think the squads are a worse state than when Diala left. Right now, it's got that bad under.
1: It's it's something that I, something that I certainly picked up on, Stephen, when I was looking at the players. I was, do you know what? I always feel guilty because everything's very wrong. We're always very angry on this podcast when we lose. And then I listen to other Celtic podcasts and this isn't a criticism, incidentally. And they usually leave it a week or two or maybe a week or a couple of days and they come out and they're a lot more measured a lot of the time (laughs) by telling. And then I go, maybe things aren't as bad as I I thought they were on Monday. But, you know, I looked at that team and I was looking at Hendry and I was looking at Christie, and I was, those two in particular and Lustig who's done and I was thinking... These guys shouldn't be anywhere near a Celtic team,
0: never. Uh, Christy, Christy I thought was okay, but you you said something about the disorganised midfield and (laughs) he was another symptom of that. I I felt bad for him because he he was having to drop far too deep. He he made one good chance for himself late on in the second half. That was about about it. But he was having to drop well back. Scott Brown was basically playing as another centre half so there was no midfield whatsoever. They highlighted it on sports scene as well. There was just vast areas of space where the midfield was supposed to be. I thought Malumbo was as good as can be expected for a debut. I thought he put himself about a bit and, and got involved. Eventually had to be taken off because he was booked and tempers were starting to fray a wee bit. Yeah, this is his first game as well yeah, for, and, since May. You know, th- there were there was criticism just last week for not taking Jam off at the right time. So Malumbo had to be taken off lest we be facing another suspension. So Christie I thought was okay. But another point you made there, he hasn't that's his first start for Celtic for two years. Two, two years and he's been out of the team and now he's straight back in as if he's... I know I said a couple of weeks ago that we need to reevaluate some of the players in the squad and Christie falls into that category. He has now moved up a couple of ladders. That's not through merit. It's through incompetence of yep. Celtic. He has moved up the ladder because players in front of him have just left. It's yep. not like he's proven it in training. I bet he's the same guy. He's always been in there. He's not a young player anymore. He's he's 23, much like Jack Hendry is. I actually liked, quite liked the look of the team on paper, at first, because there was a lot of debate before the game where people were saying, oh, why are we resting players? And I didn't really see it like that. I thought, these players have been dropped. Aye, you know, not been good enough. You know, are you resting James Forrest and Tom Rogic and Callum McGregor, or are you having to change the team because they're not performing?
1: Like they were definitely rested. They were... I, they
0: were, I don't think so. Look, aye,
1: there's no danger they were dropped. There's no danger, and sorry... I don't think he dropped those players. I don't think he dropped Roderick, McGregor and Forrest in favour of Malumbu, Christie and Mikey Johnson because they weren't playing But Now, you, you can, you if feasibly you could you could make an argument for doing that, but I don't think that was the reason. Um, you have
0: to change things. So you have to you simply have to. The performances have been absolutely nowhere near good enough. So you can't just continue playing the same first 11 until something clicks. It, it simply wasn't. Are you losing anything by taking Tom Rogic of the team just now? Not for me. Callum McGregor, maybe I, I would. You're know, making an argument for him being in the team most weeks, but James Forrest he, and Tom Rogic performed recently no. either.
2: And look at McGregor, Rogic, Forrest. What happens if they don't perform? They played every week up to the weekend there, and then the guys that came in aren't any better than them. Are they? They're nowhere near good enough. So, what happens? We spoke about this about Forrest. Best uh, form is when Roberts is up his arse. Rogic had Armstrong the whole time. We had options in there. Competition kills complacency in squads. And that is what's killed Celtic because there's no competition. Mikel Lustig has needed replaced for seasons. Hasn't been addressed. What happens if Craig Gordon plays crap? Nothing because the two keepers that have been brought in aren't any better. What about midfield? Malumbu, is he any better than McGregor? Would he be first choice? Probably not. Nothing has got any better. The squad has regressed ridiculously, and it's shown right now. And so look, I'm going but, but, into every game thinking, so "Are we going
1: How do you get to a situation where we all agree that the squad is regressed somewhat? How do you get to a situation where the squad regresses, but the wage bill goes up? Oh.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I've for anyone who's read um, the book Soccernomics, which is I don't read books, man. I, <laughs> I don't book, but I podcast. Um, <laughs> Read the book Socceronomics, which is also known as Why England Lose, and it's kind of basically just kind of like numbers and stats and all that, told in a kind of entertaining way. They make the point on that 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 transfer fees are largely irrelevant, you know, they're they're just sort of based on nothing. The extremes of it, you can somewhat buy a better player for a higher transfer fee, but it's mostly irrelevant. What is a good indicator of a good player and good team is the wage bill. The wage bill tends to go up as the quality of the team goes up as well. It tends to come up yeah. to meet it. Now, that's not to say that you can't waste money, which is what Celtic are clearly doing, because they are doing exactly as you said. The quality of the team is going down while the wage bill is going through the roof. Now, that's almost unthinkable. I don't know how they're managing to do that.
1: Last year, just to put some perspective in this, this is from a... I think that, you know that website Sporting Intelligence, they do like right. a survey of our, of our wage, every club in the country's wage bill and all that. Um, so this is last year, so apparently to last year's, this year's accounts, the, bill, the wage bill has gone up, but we'll work off these figures just because. So last year, our average wage amounted to 735 grand a year. That's right, what our yeah. average was getting, a player was getting paid.
2: What's that about 14, 15 grand?
1: It is. It's almost like you calculated that on your phone. <laughs> um, uh, Guess how many times higher than Hearts that is? Five. Eight. Oh, Guess how many times higher than Kilmarnock's it was? Twelve. Thirteen. Oh. Guess how many higher times higher than St Mirren's? Sixteen. Now, St Mirren weren't in the league, so yeah. I had to take Hamilton's and, and remove a wee bit. Twenty. All right. <laughs> the, but these are the teams we are dropping points against. I know. Um, so, in terms of wage budget, in terms of what... We've got it's twi- by the way, incidentally it's twice as high as Rangers as well. Yeah. Um in terms of wage budget, we should be demolishing it's, these teams. It, it shouldn't even conflict. come into question. That I don't you shouldn't obviously you shouldn't go and win every single game five, ten, fifteen nil every single week, but you should not be struggling the way we're struggling. And the question I want to put to you is why? Don't just say, let's not just say what answered we're pissed, no. this is crap, they're crap. Why, why? we done it last week against St Mirren and we identified that we didn't have options in the wing we thought that might be something so Brendan Rodgers says something different this week but Steve Clark seems to have our number sits in deep Absolutely. absorbs Perfect. all the pressure and then try and catches us on the break what did Celtic what went wrong for Celtic against Comaner
2: yesterday? Everything and I know that's not a good answer but the pitch obviously doesn't help I don't want to hear about the pitch Do
0: you know what the only good no. thing about the pitch is? The fact that unlike Hearts they can't grow it out no. Now, hearts treat their pitch like a, like a haircut. And you walk into the stadium be like, is that, that different? Ah, I'm just trying something out. that like, <laughs> two feet longer. I, I don't like it a number two all over. I've done <laughs> it in a bit.
2: No. You get nil poire for the pitch. What I, did... That's fine. Pitch is out of the way. Uh, everything. Craig Gordon cannot kick a ball. He'd take these by kicks, he cannot find his
0: target. Sorry, just to stop there. See, so on Craig Gordon. Don't uh, say about him, he's getting picked. No, no. But, but what I will say is, Jamie and I spoke about this when we're doing the Match Companion on Patreon during the week. It seems to be happening quite a lot. See if you watch Petr Cech trying to do this sweeper keeper thing. It is absolutely like, hilarious to watch. A guy, it, it looks as if he's like made of wood or something. He's, he's terrified of the ball coming near him. Alisson of Liverpool had an absolute shocker recently. I feel like I feel like goalkeeping. In plain sweeper keeper is a good idea, but they don't quite have the technology yeah. for it yet. It's kind of like a facelift or a hair transplant. It's a good idea, but they're not quite there yet. Leave it five years and then come back to it. I, it's, I, a, it's like malfunctioning just now.
2: But I'm not even talking about like spraying passes. It's simple pass a dink over to right. your right back, your left back. It's pathetic. <laughs> so, the the, guy. so, so the distribution
1: from the back let is down.
2: Mikael Lustig does not want to go forward. Has no interest in going forward. When, Tierney, when we are playing out, Tierney is basically a left winger. Lustig mm. is basically playing as a centre half and there's no way that is the way he's been told because I was behind the goal and I'm looking at it, mm. looking at the back. It doesn't make sense. So he's no interest. I'll get on to him in the Rosenberg game. I'll go through him. He doesn't want to go forward. Instead of looking up and seeing got space, he'll just pass it back. The defence just pass it between them. The midfield do not show for the ball and out wide,
1: Are you because the midfield are hiding? Yes. So they're hiding? Yeah. So let's work our way back to front. Let's do this logically. So the problem is at the back, the midfield are hiding. So the distribution for the back suffers. So it's either left to Kearney to take on his man and run up the wing or Lustig to lump it up or play it back. And the problem is there's a disconnect between the midfield and the
2: defence. There's a disconnect between the whole team. There's no... They're not moving together. There's no... Nobody moving into space like we used to it was so slow, so predictable that by the time they get the ball, everybody's marked up, nobody's moving, there's nobody making runs like Armstrong used to, there's nobody driving people inside like Roberts used to, there's no focal point where we can play it up, which was Dembele, we've lost all that and now we're just left with nothing, there's no movement, no desire to get on the ball. No energy in there. It's so slow, so predictable, and it just ends up going between the back. And by the time that's done, everybody's marked up.
0: Once again, we're breaking our own rules here just to peel back the onion a wee bit and let the listeners in on something. We have unofficially, off air, banned all talk of the transfer window. Let's stop talking about the transfer window because it's getting a bit, can I say me, we've kind of done it to death now. But this is Celtic's fault. We keep having to go back yeah. to. Uh, well, we can't well, get you know, away from it. Do you know we what
1: we're, you know we're going to have to do? Not only we're going to have to ban talk of the transfer window, we're going to have to ban talk of banning talk of Aye. the transfer window. <laughs> yes.
0: But we can't. We absolutely cannot get away from it now. But no, we, but, we've tried so hard to but, stop I'm talking. Ban it.
1: Let me let me be harsh on you here, right? Let's do let's do Peter Lowell. <laughs> I'll be Peter Lowell again, right? And you're Brendan Rogers.
0: Scene. I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Work. Go no okay. go, Brendan. Can I see you for a minute, please? Okay. <laughs> it's
0: <a> fucking impressions. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh,
1: can, can you tell me why why we've been so pish recently?
0: Okay. Um. <laughs>
1: uh, I'm just a bit concerned that we we seem to be frankly so pish as of late.
0: Well, I think you'll find that because of the transfer nope, window. No, don't want to hear it. Well, I think you'll want to know no, if, you're, if you're. No, you're, sorry,
1: you've had more mani- more money than any manager in my time here. Ah, well, well, Peter, maybe
0: maybe you should stick to spec savers, and I'll. Be, <laughs> you don't even wear your glasses in the boardroom because, eh, in case you get slagged. So you you stick to the running the board, and I'll and I'll I'll run the games unseen.
1: The point I was try- the point I was trying to make there was that I the transfer window didn't go the way that the manager wanted it to go. Right. But too bad, you have still got the best squad in the league by a country mile and enough players for every position and more expensive players and more well-paid players and you yourself are super well-paid and you have, the well, you have everything you can want to win these games. So I am officially banning talk of the transfer window because it doesn't matter anymore because these players available to Brendan should be winning these games and he's not getting them up for it. That's all it comes down to for me now. That All it comes down to for me now is he's not getting them up for these games, he can't organize his team. He can't motivate his team.
2: This isn't new. This, when you look back to this, I was having a look back at it yesterday in my absolute despair. <laughs> I gave them. I took it from January onwards because I thought, right, we were in the Champions League last year, albeit we were getting absolutely scanty in every game. But we were in the Champions League. It was a yeah. tough, tough ass. So when you go from January, you've only got the Zenit games after that. Then you've got a clear run it a run at the league and the Scottish Cup the form was awful do you know apart from beating Rangers 5-0 we only beat one team by three goals and that was Ross County who got relegated we beat them 3-0 at Celtic Park our form since January has been terrible we haven't been able to break teams down we only apart from Rangers I think there was another game we won 3-1 but we weren't beating teams by more than two goals it's been a problem been, breaking down teams. It's before January because I remember us I sitting that, in this podcast because of the Champions League. I thought I'll give them that yeah, leeway, yeah. and then but, we brought in these new players in January. We but remember before the remember for the January window, we were all sitting here going, "God, we just need to get to the window.
1: <laughs> we just need a break, get some fresh bodies in, and we'll kick on after the after Christmas." The kicking on doesn't happen. But one thing I will say in Brenda's defence, if there's been any manager in recent years who has got the managerial ability to look at what's happening and throw it all in the bin and come up with a new plan, Yeah, it's him. Because it de- He deserves that chance. I very much think if we were in this we're on dialer, we'd be sitting here going, this is never getting any better. Yeah. Or any other manager, we'd be sitting looking at this going, I'm worried about this. But with Brendan, although it has gone on a long time, like you say, Melly, he deserves the opportunity to look at it and go, I'll just start again. Throw this idea in the bin, try different positions, try a different shape. However, one thing that does worry me are his oh. comments. Hmm. After the game, should the Celtic fans be alarmed? He said yes. Now, there's a trainer thought that that is him sending a message to Dermot Desmond saying, you should be worried about the team that's been built for me here. But for me, it, it seems that he just willfully accepting, you know, has he got no faith in his own ability to turn this around?
0: It could be read one of two ways. It could be either refreshing honesty because, yeah, Celtic fans should be and are alarmed at this form. There's no getting away from it. We're all alarmed about this. Take oh, my pants. Yeah, if, if you're not, then I admire your, your optimism because it, I'm I'm worried about this. Or could he if you take everything into account just the last couple of months worth of just sort of building building negativity around it and Brendan Rogers has come away with a few. Let's say this isn't I've his more first than a few his, now. it's not this isn't his first sort of surprisingly negative comment. He's not in so many words, but complained about the standard of his players kind of around the AK Athens games. Obviously, as we've said, we've banned talk of the transfer window, but he, he complains Yeah. Quite publicly about that. What
1: one thing that I'll, one thing I will say is that this is, this is one of the only occasions where the media don't seem to be mixing it. Uh, we don't really talk about the media in this podcast, but every paper has got previous, whether it's the Daily Record, the Sun, the Herald, all these papers, Clyde One, the BBC, they've all got previous for making mountains out of mm, molehills yeah. when it comes to Celtic, or worse, writing mm. absolute garbage. Yeah. One thing that seems to have happened under Brendan Rogers is... Um, he's coming out and just saying it. Mm. He's coming out and just criticising the board, criticising the players, telling the fans they should be worried. He's doing... A lot of the time he's doing... Their job for them. Their job for them. And part of me thinks, keep some of this in-house.
2: Keep it all in-house. From when he came in, I love listening to the guy. I never thought it would get to the point where you're like, stop saying stuff like Mm. this, because it's not helping MD. It's it's starting... I thought this guy is a class above, he's starting, classless is too harsh, but come on mate, these are your players, you need to work with them, you're coming out the day before the AK Athens game and talking about not getting backed and all that, and the our biggest game, these comments, like he never used to single out players, now he's singling out Hendry, he's saying this isn't good enough, he's talking about Ryan Christie, how he'll, he'll need to get him out to get game time, then he's playing him in the squad, it, you're making a rod for your
0: own back here. It's, it's not good enough. As the streets once said, dry your eyes, mate. Right. But then they also did say, you're football, you know what? It certainly <laughs> wasn't about Marvin Comper.
1: It's a funny old state of affairs because when things go badly, you do start to... Uh, you're like adrift at the moment with no no transfer window coming up for the foreseeable future mm. and Brendan more or less writing off
2: the, some of the squad or the, us writing off some of the squad. If you were saying about Ronnie Dyler. With Ronnie Dyler, we sat on this podcast and we said, oh, they'll turn up, they'll turn up, and they never turned up. It was just blind faith hoping that mm. this team would put in a performance that they, sh- they showed they weren't capable of. We have seen with this team, they are capable of it. They have won the Cup games, they win the Beat Rangers 5-0, they win the league, they beat Rangers a couple of weeks ago. Performances are within this team, that's why we've still got faith that he can turn this around, but when you look at the start of the season, we're not scoring goals, we're not even creating chances apart. The Griffiths goal against Kilmarnock, it really came out of nothing. It was horrific defending from Kilmarnock and it's a rebound, basically. And then apart from that, Christie fashioned himself one yeah. chance, the keeper made a decent save. But there was no good football played. There was no passages mm. of play again where you think, oh, unlucky. It's just looking So, so pedestrian, so boring to watch and so predictable. And Brendan Rodgers, I think he's been quite well known for being able to change it up and change formations. So hopefully, we know he's good tactically. He hasn't been recently. He can just change it up because the way we're playing them out is so easy to play against.
1: By the turn of the year, so I'm talking about since, since 2018, where do you think you know? How I like to ask you rather than just <laughs> tell you. Where do you think Celtic would sit in the table? On the table points table points table. Points. So if you took all the games played in two thousand and eighteen, mm. so uh, probably third, third. Time. Mm, right Aye. so that they're, they're third in that in, their, in the points per game by yeah. two thousand well,
2: and
0: eight
1: and two thousand and eighteen. Yeah, Hibs and Kamarnock actually. Mm. Yeah, they're they're fourth by goal scored behind Kamarnock and Hibs and Rangers.
0: Melly, you said something there about how there's there are performances in this team, it's just a case of getting them out. Yeah, I agree with that, but see, ultimately, and I'm not saying this is the case, but that comes to an end at some point yeah, with, with, that's with by, teams. That's yeah.
2: why I'm saying like we can't hang our hats on yeah. or we'll beat Rangers because at this rate, we're going to be too far behind to catch them by beating them at New Year. We're not beating the team. This men get pummeled again at the weekend yeah. by Hamilton and we, dropped, we couldn't
0: even score against them last week. We haven't even played great teams this season. No, that that's that's the worrying thing as well. As you said, we've we've barely played anyone, lost the hearts, beat Rangers, but then after that we have still get we've got Hibs and Aberdeen coming up, we've got teams like Motherwell St Johnson twice, Cup and League coming up, we've got more probably exhausting European games and then rolling into games against the the likes of Motherwell and all that. So when we talk about the start to the the season yes you can say it's only six games but look at the six games we're talking about Hamo Naki's and Mirren we, we had an easy run we yeah. had an
1: easy beginning yeah. of the season much easier than Rangers let's take a break from Slag sale Celtic for just one sweet moment to talk about the worst player on the pitch that <laughs> day who and the worst player on the pitch that day wasn't wearing a Celtic jersey after three we're all going to say who it is one two three Bro- Kirk Broadfoot Bro- 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 yeah he is a, he's an embarrassment of a guy throwing himself about rolling about the he was... Um,
0: More Scotland caps than Betty Old, by the way. Oh, my God. <laughs> Probably than Jimmy Johnson as mm. well. I, I wouldn't even look into it, but I bet he does.
1: Like he was, that was an embarrassing performance for him. Still ended up winning, so he'll no care. Um,
0: That's but,
2: what pisses me off so much as well. We're letting Huns beat his Laffery, Naismith, Buck, Broadfoot. Come on, same. man.
1: McGregor. They're all the same. I, I tweeted that. All these guys, the mcculloch's and all that, all that team are just all the same. Um But we scored against them it was a my defensive howler on his part, and it was Lee Griffiths, pure instinct. Yeah. No other Celtic pulling team has got that instinct. He knew where that ball was coming before anyone else, and he got his wee ratty face on the end of it.
0: It was a hilariously bad defender. It was realistically it was a it was an okay ball. It was a kind of a nothing ball yeah. from Tierney into the box. It should have been cleared at least twice before it eventually rattled off their own bar and fell to Griffiths a very silly looking goal but In fairness to Griffiths, he was in the right place, as he tends to be in these situations.
2: Unfortunately, every goal was up the other side from me. I was behind the other goal, so I didn't have the great view. But it was a goal out of nothing. And as I said, apart from that, what was there? What was there? No chances created for Griffiths. He's not even taking shots on himself because he's not getting the ball. He's getting no support up there. Nothing's happening around the final third. Absolutely nothing. Nothing. The ball's hitting off Sinclair. He's not even looking interested in challenging for the ball. Mikey Johnson tried his heart out, but you're throwing an 18-year-old boy into a game like that. Guys like him and Lewis Morgan should be getting put in when we're on form just to blend them in, instead of throwing them in. We brought on Lewis Morgan to try and change that game on his debut. Mm. That is not good enough. You um, can, but It's
1: a bit of a Hobson's choice at the moment with the strikers. You've got Lee Griffiths, who can definitely score your goals, but is almost in, in no danger of creating himself anything. Mm. And you've got Odds Edwards, who's a bit more of the more complete product, who, you know, when you're struggling, do you want someone that's going to help out a bit more? Um you, it's up to you, Stephen, who's 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 leading the line or do you coach them both try and work on a system that works with the pair of them?
0: Griffiths for now. It's got to be Griffiths that's as we'll go on to talk about. He's got two and two. Now uh Odson hasn't started the season well. He's got one in his last eight, I think <clears> it is. And I know there's more to it than scoring goals, but he's not putting in particularly great performances either. Um he's gonna be fine. I've got no worries about Odson oh. Edward. It's not like we've signed him and we're all of a sudden thinking, Oh God, what have we done here? But that's that's six and a half, anything between six and a half to nine million. Completely down the. the it's drain. not as if he's
2: missing chances, but because there's no, none no, no. created for him. And when you look at that that starting lineup, I think it's only Boyata and Griffiths that have scored in that team. There's no goals in the team. Hmm. There's only two players that have scored
1: yeah, in the team. Really That's
2: really, really. pathetic. My six games into the league, where are the goals going to come from? Apart from our strikers in this squad,
1: I think what it needs is Brendan Rodgers. I mean, Brendan Rodgers gave the only answer he can give. He goes, we go back to the training ground, we work on it, we try and find solutions. And people don't want to hear that a lot of the time, but that is the answer. Because the training ground is where you work these things out. It's where you come up with systems, solutions and lineups to get around the issues that you're having. Now, I don't know what he's going to do about formation because, you know, there's like 442, there's 433... And there's four, four two three one four two three. There's only three. Much like Shaggin, there's only three formations. You either that. <laughs> her on top. You on top or smashing it from behind. Like there's uh, there's no nothing other. Else, there's no, nothing no. else. There's no really any other formation. So there's four four two four three one and four five one. That's basically your your formations. So you find something that works. I'm sure you'll find something that works. But I think we're all in agreement that it needs to change what's currently happening. No no no,
0: no question
2: about it. It's Basics, but again, isn't it? It's simple things like look at the gap between Hendry and Tierney for when Chris Burke gets the ball. He's got an absolute acre in there to take his shot on and score from there. Oh, yeah, Boyata was
0: almost physically shoving Hendry out towards the ball as well, as, yeah. as if he's like a wee boy. I know. I, I it, probably, I probably felt Craig ball?
1: Gordon. Craig Gordon probably could have done a wee bit better than that. He did come yeah, an, you know, an awful a long through.
2: way. And they are, the second goal is from a corner again. It's not even as if he's leapt above and powered ahead header and the Do you he's know what the had worst to of that was? Down and it wasn't even a great ball in. The worst of it was, the
1: absolute worst, and this is what annoyed me so much, that they were going to take the corner short I and they were encouraging was, him, no, fling it in because we'll yeah. score against this lot. It's It was
0: so bad. It was really bad watching. Steve Clark gave a shout to get it in. Yeah? Chris Clark was begging someone to come out so they could walk it back into the corner again. The, they were happy with the drop. Yeah. No
2: surprise when the goal went in, but it wasn't no. as if you're like, oh. They don't deserve that. If it had to finish a draw, maybe. Be... Did you see? So my just,
0: just sort of like that. I could just lose and get it over with. Man, this is awful. Did you see my furious tweet that went out just just after the game saying this is this is appalling? Yeah, yeah. Is, is it okay to worry about this without getting the double treble part of rammed in your throat? That was actually typed out when it was still one-one. <laughs> <Just laughs> genuinely, I was, well, I was about I, to hit send and the ball hit the back of the and net. You just knew what
1: way that week game was going. I was watching it and I was fizzing man I was just like I was like up to just, high
0: I was just
1: willing O'Marnock on it to score again just so I could justify my anger like, <laughs> just score again just
0: do it I um, don't like anything about Rugby Park I hate going oh, there because oh, the pitch is dreadful even right down to the smallest detail see when they're coming out of the tunnel it looks as like it looks like they're emerging from a coffin they've got a yeah. kind of weird coffin you can't do two yeah.
2: players side by side it be one
1: team at a time Tin pot anyway that's it that's Kilmarnock are you worried about the league?
2: yeah Beyond, I told you I've kicked my pants, and not we can all go on about or Rangers are shite. That doesn't matter because we are worse right now. We finished twelve points ahead of the worst Rangers team ever last year. Yeah. They're easily going to make up those twelve points, and we are worse off. So, where does it end? When yeah. when do we stop kidding ourselves on? Like oh, we'll be okay. We'll be okay. We're not okay. This is we're going to need to go and have a reset, like when Lennon drew for each at Rugby Park. Mm. And we went on a run after that. But don't forget, Rangers went into admin as well and absolutely collapsed and lost three games in a row or something when they went into admin. So I don't really see that happen. Rangers aren't great, obviously, but we are in terrible shape. I said it earlier. I think this squad is worse than when Dyla left. It's just terrible. I don't see any flair. I don't see where there's goals. It's just all basics for Celtic. glitting like goals from corners, simple passes players not willing to take MD on, players not willing to go into space, look for the ball. The whole team confidence is shot to pieces and I don't know where they're going to get their confidence from.
0: Just to support what you've said there about Rangers making up ground, yeah, there the was 12 points ahead of them last season, but what's even more relevant than that? Because... You know, 12 points doesn't really matter. Everyone starts from zero at the, mm-hmm. the start of the season. They don't have that 12 points to make up. They do in quality. But they've already made up four points on the three points we took off them this yeah. season. Yeah. So they've yeah. leapt ahead of us. And they're scoring there's, goals. We are yeah, not. So there, there's that. That's even more relevant in the here and now. They're ahead of us, despite the fact they comfortably beat them at Celtic Park, which is which Sorry. is terrible. Even an, an another example is Livingston. Livingston absolutely gubbed them the first day of the season, and they're they're ahead of Celtic just now. Yeah. Are you worried? Oh yeah, oh, definitely. I, I'm not. I'm not dismissing. Like people keep saying nothing's won or lost in September, but points are, and we're, we're, mm-hmm. uh, we're throwing those away left and right. We've already dropped as many points now as the, in the entire invincible season. Now I know there's no sense in comparing anything to that season. But it's still a worrying statistic. Still a lot of the same players. Yeah, and, and six games in, we're already at the same level of points dropped. So yeah, I'm I'm worried, and I'm worried more than that. I'm worried about this wage bill as well. And normally in this podcast, we don't concern ourselves with the finances and all that, as, as long as things are ticking over and okay, and and the boat's been pushed out and investments are being made. But we see when you actually look at the wage bill, you think that's completely unsustainable. For it yeah. to be rising at the rate it is was up fourteen yeah. percent on the previous season. Completely unsustainable. Didn't make a Champions League this year. What if that happens another couple of seasons? and the wage bill is just going up and up and up. We might find ourselves in a situation like Golden Strachan, where we're having to slash the wage bill yeah. left and right. We're having to make severe cuts to the wage bill, and from this can level, of, cut the quality anymore. That's what I mean. So <laughs> from this level of quality to slash that wage bill and have it—imagine what the team. There is, is, doing. there
2: is about ten players you could get rid of, and yeah, we wouldn't really notice.
0: But we said that's actual, expert, sorry, interrupt. I'm sorry. We say that so often, though. That's something Celtic are terrible at—is getting rid of players. Terrible, we cannot man. get rid of these players. There's nine in...
2: players out of contract next summer, and there's only maybe oh, Brown, and Boyata you'd want to keep. Yeah. So, Vries, if... Gamboa, Christie, Scott Allen still there. Scott Allen. Well, I, Mystic, you... like... now, I tell <laughs> you that... what, it'll
1: not be long before we see Scott Allen the Celtic. Seen... Things keep going that way. I've
0: seen the Scattergun has reached him as well. Uh...
1: But, and do you know what? What the support of Scattergun? they yeah. the get oh, getting, yeah.
0: played. It's like, I'm, do you know what? I'm not even against it now. I'm but you know what? Do you know like,
1: what I'll tell you? Do you know what I'll tell you? See the type of player we need Just now When Rodjick isn't playing well It's what Scott Allen was doing for Hibbs last year Someone who
0: passes the ball forwards Yeah, Yeah.
1: someone who passes the ball forwards Um, And I mean, I've not seen an awful lot of Scott Allen A couple of games for Hibbs last year I've seen a couple of games for Ryan Christie And there's more I, th- I think there's more about Scott Allen than Ryan Christie to be perfectly honest I know Ryan Christie's a he's a, a bit of a classier player he can take a guy on and he's he's a bit better on the ball but Scott Allen for me is a bit more direct but this is the, this is the stage it's reached now we're talking no, about playing Scott the Allen the other guy right,
2: no, right. there shouldn't be anywhere near the squad that's that's they it, be. That's it. So the wage bill does that include when does it go to because if it goes to April that includes include Dembele Musonda Roberts, Sviachenko, Armstrong—that's well over a hundred grand yeah. a week yeah. gone already. So it must, yeah, that yeah, has that, to come off it surely, doesn't yeah, it?
1: Yeah, it probably does. It probably does, you make a good point. But look, it can't it all be doom and gloom because, as you've said, Stephen, you and I sat down and we watched the uh, SK Rosenborg game. Um, that was pissing all, Come on, <laughs> come on, Melly. Listen, <laughs> we had uh, we had the, the Swedish champions over, and um, did we? Aye? Fuck, it's all the same. It's <laughs> <He's> all <racist. laughs> the same out there. Um, <laughs> right, we beat them 1-0, which it was, a, again, it was a pretty disappointing match. You and I watched it, Stephen. We watched it with the match companion for the Patreon.
0: Yeah, it was just, it was another another boring one, let's face it. And yeah. It was a, a good result to get. Let's not take away from that. It's a good result. Any three points in Europe is a good result. It just wasn't a particularly encouraging performance because... As we sort of acknowledged, we don't really want to say the words out loud, but that's the easiest game of the group to, yep. to start off with. If you're not beating Rosenborg at home, you've got absolutely no chance. If, you, if you're drawn at home against Rosenborg, as good as out of the group. But, got there eventually, and Griffiths staked his claim. He did.
2: It was poor again, but that last minute, well, the, the goal late on, you're thinking this is it. This is where we kick on. And that's what makes Sunday so much more disappointing, because from the start, they didn't kick on at all. It just went right back to yeah. the way it, the way it's been all the time. Rosenberg game, we controlled the game, but I'm sick of controlling the game for our back four having the ball. That's that's no use to me. Hmm. There was one point where the ball got played sort of between the right back and centre half. but It was just over hit a bit and it went out of play. But I was like, I don't mind that. Because somebody's tried an incisive ball forward, and yeah. it's, it's not worked out. But at least they tried it, and then the goal comes from just a ball into the box, a knockdown, a flick on. Lustig in this game was utterly disgraceful. That was as me finished with him. I saw you tweeting about mm. it. What? What? I don't. I didn't spot it on the telly. But what happened? So I'm in the north stand, just quite near the halfway line, where he he's standing. So the ball comes to him, and about five times without even looking up. He just plays it back to Boyata. Most of the time, four four times out of five, he had at least 10 yards of space and he had Johnson further up where he could have played it, but he's not interested. He just played it back straight away, passing the buck, directing it back over out to Tierney or away from him. Mm. Unbelievable. And the fans got on his back and he just looked at them and sort of flicked his hand away first time. Then he did that again. And then when we scored... He was the only player that didn't run up to celebrate. He stood on the halfway line, looked at the fans, shook his head. Before that, even he gave a sarcastic thumbs up to the fans when they were eh, moaning at him. And then when he hugged eh, Boyata and Griffiths, he just looked at the fans again and shook his head. This is your fault, mate. You're Mm. not playing as if you want. You look like you want to be anywhere but that pitch right now. That's not good enough you're a right back in a celtic team where there's space to go into and he's not interested in it and was, then he's asked back to
1: the fans maybe his point was you know i'm i'm not prepared he i'm not prepared
2: to just lump the ball up no, no it's not that he's 10 yards of space to drive into mm. whereas if he's just playing it back they're all getting into their shape. If he moves forward, it moves somebody out of the way. He can play it inside. He can play it up to Johnson. He's not interested in that.
0: He's done. Absolutely quite, done. Quite often, lumping the ball forward is the secondary part of this issue. Because that's where the goal came from. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Ironically enough. But that's what he does. He either plays it back or launches it forward. Yeah. But it's mm-hmm. not even It's not even aimed, it's no. just launched right. forward. He's not got an aim, that's the whole problem with him. He has to go forward and try and drag people out of position. And he's not interested in doing it. And the fact that he's still playing after he's been here six seasons is unbelievable, that defence. I put up that picture on Twitter about the team that last played Ajax in our last group game, mm-hmm. the team that started yeah. there. Three years and the only change is Cham. Scott Brown was injured for the Axe game, so he'd come in for Armstrong. And then he only changes Cham in for uh, Gary Mackay Steven. Like, how is it three years, five windows, double, treble, and we are going back to the basically the same players that Ronnie Dyler had? It's
0: pathetic. think is another one. You, you talk about competition. He's another one who doesn't have any. Mm-hmm. Right, t- because Gamboa has disappeared. Gamboa's gone. Again. Um, Ralston's gone. There, there's no one else where. In the position now where I wouldn't turn down, it goes against everything I've said the last couple of weeks, but you could do worse than just sticking Ayer right back and let him jog up and down the thing. Because at least for all Ayer's faults, he's a he's a progressive and positive player. He tries to get to carry the ball further. Up. But it's Lustig, just point blank refuses well, to do that. You
1: might as well. There has to be some sort of in-between where you've got two or three at the back, probably two, with Kieran Tierney and James Forrest doing the wing-back thing. And then, what, did he do a diamond in midfield? And play two up front There has to be There is What I'm saying is There's a solution hmm. But It mystifies me Why why Lustig keeps
0: getting picked But let's Let's talk something. Are you telling me now Melly That the song might be over oh. Lustig <laughs> you're the <other> one Is <laughs> that Is that going to be Is that going to be faded out now
1: Um But we did win At Rosenberg right. So you know Let's not give Lustig Both barrels And not acknowledge The fact that it was part of a a winning team.
0: They were positives. The defence was very good that Again. night, I thought, because Benkovic um was Looks was old. excellent. Yeah, he was excellent. Um Tierney had a, a brilliant game in fairness to him Boyata as well. Boyata before the commander game had looked to basically single-handedly show up the defense. It was what five clean sheets in a row yep, up yeah. leading up to the commander game. That that was all good. Scott Brown and was then excellent. Jack Hendry comes in and <laughs> just
1: <laughs> torches that to the ground. The defensive <laughs> water balloon. <laughs> Oh, uh, um, listen. We we did slag listing, but we failed to mention the fact that he was mentioned in the Europa League team of the week. So. <laughs> what was that? They must have mistaken him for Tierney. Yeah, I back. Didn't he? aye, there must have there must have been a mistake there. Um, how do you think we're going to fare going
2: into what have we got? Who have we got next? Melly
1: Salzburg mate. Yeah. Um, away from
2: home. Scanted. we're going to get absolutely scanty
1: we're going to get scanty all Melly's greatest hits have been here the only one that he's not hit is with is transfer cabbage <laughs> we've not had any cabbage this week but we've had everything else
0: Stephen oh, very difficult we saw them beat Leipzig away yep. is that right on the first game because funnily enough while we were watching or while we were covering it for Patreon um, there was a point where Celtic were top of the table but then the Salzburg pulled out the victory very difficult it's now looking like Salzburg are going to be the ones to watch in this group I'd kind of had my eye on Leipzig but Salzburg I look. thought
2: you had your eye on Salzburg
0: well I, I'd, I'd,
2: they're basically the same team I, f- I,
0: phr- I phrased that badly what I meant was I'd picked Leipzig as the kind of favourites but I had my eye on Salzburg as a kind of unknown quantity I'm kind of reversing that now it looks like Salzburg are going to be the, the danger
2: it is a big couple of weeks it's a big yeah, big 5-5 five, five games no, or something no let up G- games, games, games then it's an international break that's us till Christmas now mm. I think we've Midweek game every week So, Previously, last season, the season before We had the squad, we don't have the squad Right now we don't have the players on form There's no confidence in the team So what do we do? How do we play? Do we just take it right back to basics? Because that's a big problem The basics aren't working right now Big gaps in defence, midfields not pressing There's no pressing game We're not getting out wide There's no chances being created
1: As you said game after game after game, all the way into Christmas. Um, up next, League Cup. So we're playing three competitions um, in the next couple of weeks. Uh, St. Johnson, they got absolutely battered at Ibrox, sure uh, which was a surprise because St. Johnson, mm. there's a team that started all over again. You know, we, we yeah. said last season, Tommy Wright, St. Johnson looked like they were struggling. He should maybe look for another job, but he basically just got in a load of youngsters. Um, one guy who looks absolutely revitalised, and I'm really glad to hear it, is Tony Watt. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: Player of the month last month. Player of the yeah. month
1: last month. I mean, Tony Watt must sometimes wish he didn't score that goal against Barcelona because mm, yeah. he just he must hear about that goal four times a week. Okay. What about Four, four times a day. Four times a day. People always holding it over him. You could have been something. Aye, people, when, when all he's trying to do is earn a living playing it, football,
0: it goes well over the score as well. And because he isn't still the guy who scores against Barcelona, people question his like mental health ah, and all that. It's, it's, it's absolutely ridiculous. Leave the guy alone. Leave to just him be a footballer. Aye. But yeah, that being said, hope he doesn't score against. No, us. Aye, definitely. But he's doing well. Absolutely. See, speaking of Tony Watt, he played. What? Speaking of Tony Watt, he played the Tony, last. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> good, good bit. Like <laughs> Speaking of Tony Watt, he played the last time the two met in the League Cup in 2012 and was brought down for a penalty for which Co- Chris Commons scored the his hat-trick. Uh, Gary Hooper and Charlie McGrew scored the other two.
1: Chris Common looks like a golfer now, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. He's, the
0: build, he's got the build of a golfer. They were, he and Chris Boyd were presenting that sort of Sky Sports SPFL matters thing or they, two of them are looking in fine shape for still technically active professional what? athletes
1: what do they I want to know why they dress so seriously on that thing
0: <laughs> like it's like four piece suits and pocket squares <laughs> waistcoats but see that when they beat St Johnson 5-0 can you name the St Johnson manager that day I'll give you a clue he and the Celtic manager that day Neil Lennon were once thrown out of an Oasis gig for... Oh, Steve Lomas? Yes. Ah. <laughs> Steve Lomas once headbutted Neil Lennon at an Oasis gig and only Neil Lennon was thrown out. <laughs>
1: that sounds like the story of Neil Lennon's life. <laughs> um, this is our obviously our second League Cup game after we dispatched Thistle 3-1. The, the Gamboa last? game. The Gamboa anyway, yeah. game. Is that the last time we so scored more than go one goal in a game? Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this is, a, a you know, if, if we're... If, if we want to try and win a treble, which is what we should be trying to do every year, let's let's win this match. Are you saying banana skin here? I, I'm, nah, I don't know if St John's represent a banana skin. Not every if. game's a banana <laughs> skin? No. Mate <sighs> Wilson, McDemmott Park in it. We've mm-hmm.
2: uh, won one. one, one
0: one win and nine away games domestically.
1: Okay, so I so what as I was saying, this is a potential banana skin.
0: <laughs> Only scored was it one goal away from home so far this season, and that was Griffiths against Komarik. One goal, and it came in a defeat. So the away record is is brutal so far.
1: So are you uh, are you two saying that potentially we could see Celtic go out of the league cup here? You, you know what? No, I'm not saying it. Are you? saying it? <laughs> I was going to. Say, I had to stop myself there. I was about to say. We're going out of the league cup won't be the worst thing because it'll give us more time in between games. No. But that's too too bad. I'm not no, giving no. them that out. I can, nah, I don't. I don't think we'll get beat by St. John'son. Nah, I think we'll dispatch them and I we'll think we'll go to the next round. Um, obviously you two are, are not so keen, Stephen. <laughs> well, I, I, I Silently I'm just, shaking your head.
0: I'm, I'm, I hope not. I certainly hope not. Um. But to perfectly honest, I'm not really that concerned with that treble, treble or anything like that just now. I just need to steady the ship, as it were. Get Walter on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> get,
1: get, get Sir Walter in as a helping hand. Melly, are you, are you focused at all on winning the League Cup?
2: We just need to win a game for a start. Yeah, we that, p- I mean, that would be good. Uh. We need to pick a team, win a game and go for it. Look, it's <coughs> Wednesday, Saturday, Thursday. It's not as if it's pure two days between games. We should be able to put our strongest team against the strongest team against Aberdeen and then we go to Salzburg and it's a what, five day gap between that so it's time now Just to start afresh this See what we are doing in Celtic starts. <laughs> We do no. this Honestly guys
1: We do this all the time <laughs> We do it all the time We just think We just we pick an arbitrary It's only because We're recording the podcast today We just pick an arbitrary day When things are going to get better So this time We've just went Ah Wednesday We'll, we'll kick on And, and see, see what, what you're, you're doing optimistic with
0: this. What you're doing is Celtic as well I think that's the first time Ever in three years of podcasting That anything has ever been described As pure something I, <laughs> I said It's not like it's pure two days <laughs> <laughs> f- Absolutely Destroyed me over this weekend uh.
1: Aberdeen at home I won't be at that game I'll be on holiday Two weeks without me On the podcast um, I won't be at that game Leaving a second ship That's exactly <laughs> what I'm doing now um, Again Aberdeen They don't turn up When they need to Us at home I'm always going to back Celtic But let sure me, as hell
0: turned up when they needed to the last time the two teams met, right enough. Uh, did we oh, not God.
1: have already won the league at that point or something?
0: does they matter, you still beat them at Parkhead
2: on Trophy Day. You do, that's, that's absolutely right.
1: Yeah. They,
0: they clinched it, they clinched second that day, which, is, so, which
1: was hilarious. Which to is honest. why we, we, lie, we lay down for them. <laughs> um, like, so, you know, this is the Doom and Gloom podcast, so I'm just going to say, what well, if Celtic lose this game? At what point do you two look at Brendan Rodgers and go... <sighs> <sighs> That was me as yeah. a podcast, so I should have spoke there. Um, <laughs> what, at what point do you look at Brendan Rogers and go, eh,
0: it's, it's not working, is it, Brendan? Well, this is something we haven't yet spoken about tonight, and it's been Because th- I kind of feel it might be premature, but... Yeah, well, Twitter has kind of been alive with, as usual, the overreaction to the overreaction. People questioning Brendan Rogers abilities at the moment, and then that kind of leads to people saying, whoa, what are you saying? Sack the manager? No, no one's really saying that yet. and It's, well, it's not something we've discussed yet, but the more things go on, I said last week that if this goes on for another five weeks or so, it's really time me worry about this. We're a, a week further on from this now and it's still it's still happening. I feel all funny inside. Yeah, really? No, no. But it, feel, it feels weird because, see, to be honest, I think Brendan Rodgers is away anyway at the first available oh, yeah. opportunity.
1: Piggy back at my bold prediction. Yeah, is yeah. What you're what you're
0: you, you said it was his last season. Who knows if he'll even last that. I don't think Celtic will sack him. But I think Can't this, I can. It's the well, exactly. But um I think once the Premier League down south starts sort of clicking into gear and managers start losing their jobs down there, I think Brendan Rodgers will be on the first train out of here.
1: There is something dysfunctional about it. Um, but I I made the point on Twitter to to much furore, as always. Um and I was I was kind of just half doing it to get a reaction, but I was half serious as well because no. Ah, me, on <laughs> me, on Twitter. Was my reputation? Um, uh, I, was just, I was just posing the question: How long do you stick? How long do you stick with it? I mean, I think you. For the record, my official position is: I think you'll turn that around, okay, and we'll win the league. That's my official official position on this. But my point at the time was: How long do you stick with it when it's obviously not mm. working? It's, it's like, you know, that scene in the Titanic with the whole ship's going down and the, the captain's just standing there stoically as the ship goes down. <laughs> you know, that's not what football management is. If someone is sinking the ship, you bin him and get somebody else in. And he, it doesn't matter if he's Brendan Rogers, it doesn't matter if it's Neil Lennon or Ronnie Dyler. You don't just let someone go down with a sinking no. ship.
0: Paint me like one of your French players, Brendan. <laughs> 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 so, no,
1: how long do you stick with it? I mean... We've got five important games coming up. You want You don't? I don't want to see us lose any of them. And yeah. I think he's capable of that. I think. Yeah, and I'm including Salzburg in that, which is a which is a tough call. Mm, absolutely. But, but over the next five games, I think it will be very telling. I think in five weeks, when we're doing this podcast, if we out of the cup, dropped more points in the league, and on the end of a will in the Europa League, I think people's opinions will start mm. to change.
2: Probably this is the first time in his Celtic career that he's been in a not a sugary peg, but he's going through a, a lot of and pressure. Yeah. And uh, you don't you don't get rid of a guy the first sign of that because no. it's not going to work. You can't just get rid of our manager every time something bad goes wrong because well, it's going to happen at some point to
1: every Me, play, me playing Peter Law would, my Peter <laughs> yeah, character yeah. would. But anyway, yeah.
0: Can I just say though, But it's more complicated than that. It's not just a case of the the, the results are bad, so sack the manager. It's everything. It's everything yeah, that's going around. Relationships it. everywhere. Yeah. It's an absolute is the negative immense. comments that we've talked about tonight yeah. as well? It's it's all these wee, these wee red flags that are coming up. Brendan Rodgers can't bail just now. He can't jump ship. There's no way uh-huh. he can go because he's finished if he goes. Let's see if he leaves Celtic at the first the first yeah. available chance, having fallen behind Steven Gerrard in the league. Again, this is all hypothetical. Right? I'm, I'm just I'm just spinning a yarn here, but he can't go because if if he goes at the the first sign of adversity. And Steven Gerrard looks like he's doing a good job at Rangers. Brendan Rodgers is finished. He's going straight to like a Hartley or something like that as yeah. his next job. He can forget any Spurs or Chelsea's around like that.
1: It's uh, it was quite interesting. I was reading a thing on the BBC. I, I texted you guys and actually put it on my Twitter feed about why what happened with Brendan at Liverpool mm. because they nearly won the league and then the one season they finished sixth. The following yeah. season, didn't they? And then he got binned. And it was quite prophetic reading about it. It was all about the Transfer committee, the failed transfers, the money was spent and it wasn't spent on quality players. The lack of plan B, Ricky Lambert, exactly the <laughs> word that was coming out of my mouth. I losing Suarez in the last day, failing to get his targets, relying on Ricky Lambert. Emilio is a uh, What did I say when we signed Emilio? What did I say? Uh, yeah. I said, This looks like a, this is a red flag that bringing back Emilio is a Um, I
2: think it said in that that are close we well. like 23 players and how many of them did a start at Coutinho yeah Firmino ended up coming good but that was after he left it looks the same at Celtic what's Cham Edward apart from that of any of his what 21 22 signs if any of them you 20, forget 20, it's that many I mm. know that's like three, four, five players every window he's been here and yet we're still going back to the same team that we was playing in his first season, it's just something he has to improve on. But if there's anybody that can turn it around, I think it's him.
1: Yeah. Me too. I mean that's really where I, that's where it's probably a good point. There's nobody
2: else you would rather at this point if you uh say had Steve Clark and Brendan Rogers is available, you'd be like, get him in. Look I don't look are not if, going to get see a better Steve manager. Clark, See
0: if you swap the players Steve Clark would pull Brendan Rodgers' pants down because he's doing it with inferior players <laughs> yeah. just now. If you swapped resources, the problem Steve is Clark Steve Clark, Clark does well at
1: look playing out a, a way that Komarnik are happy with. Is it, that because he playing the it's what he's got to work with? But? I, he's very negative. Well, I me, mean, I don't know. I don't know. Every like,
0: management job is different. Yeah. The, the thing, I, uh, probably harder I, to be Steve Clark than it is to be Pep Guardiola, though. Mm, I mean, are you sure about that? Well, Pep Guardiola has spent about a billion pounds at, at, I mean, know, but with
1: levels, sort I know, oh. the, the expectation comes there Anyway, I think You touched on a, probably a good point To sort of wrap up the discussion About Breda Rogers today, Mellie And I think we're all in the same boat That, that as it stands We've got faith that Brendan Rogers can turn this around Because he is a special manager yeah. Because he's not a Ronnie Dyler because he's not a run the bill manager he's a special manager and he's shown that in the past and and I've got I've got faith Stephen
0: Yeah yeah I, I still do yeah of yeah, yeah.
1: Do. yeah I'll see how things go when I come back on my holiday and Melly, <laughs> you've got faith
2: Yes faith was he's lost me at the weekend there but I feel Wednesday we'll, we'll kick on We'll, we'll turn up
0: this time What we'll made the weekend Even more hilarious Was that John McGinn scored One of the oh. greatest goals Arguably ever scored
2: Just sick of <laughs> people sick
1: of
0: people going to him What but that's Celtic yeah I know It's a It's a distraction Best it's a funny one oh, At the same a, time It was a sensational <laughs> strike um, And on that I've tried to end
1: up on A bit of a positive Stephen But you reminded us all About no, the John. John McGinn's
0: goal Was pretty positive <laughs> <laughs> um, Still get pumped Mind you
1: did I know and on that, we will end. Um, if you're looking for us, you can find us on, you know, Spotify. Tune in the Celtic News Now app. Um, you heard Stephen mentioning it earlier on. We have, of course, got the Patreon. If that's of any interest to you, you want to check that out. Patreon.com/20MinuteTim's, slash and we will leave it there. Thanks very much for listening.